1: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Off the Clock, a podcast made the Johnsonville way. Uh, I am one of the hosts today, and my name happens to be Joe Horsemeyer. To my right, who do we have? Krista Brazzo. Oh, hi, Krista. Hi. Well, what on earth has been going on with you lately?
2: I've just been podcasting and working and and podcasting. Wow.
1: What a life. I know, it's a, right? It's rough.
2: It's living the Johnsonville way here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> spoken from a true Johnson way Ian. That's a thing now.
2: Is that a word?
1: It is now. I okay. Think it's a thing. Wait, hold oh, on. We, we have a <laughs> We have someone else in the room. Who, who do we have with us today? Taylor Kilday. Welcome, Taylor. Taylor Awesome. Nice
0: to see you. <laughs> do you
1: ever, uh, growing up, uh, the name Kilday. Yeah. Has that ever, you know, warned, not to bring you back to like bad memories. Painful memories. memories. But, I mean, <laughs> like a last name like with Kilday. Yeah. I call your dad. By the way, your dad, um, Tim Kilde. Yes, yeah. Tim Kilde. He is a team leader at Countryside. Um, th- your name is spelled uh, with a E-A at the end, right? Yeah. yeah. We call him Tim Kildia. Yep. That's uh, he, the most he's not a fan. Of course, he's not a yeah. fan of that. Um, I'm, I'm
0: used to it. People okay. call me Tyler too. Oh, the Tyler. Oh, good. So, yes, I, I get
2: Kristen and Christy all yeah. the time. Oh,
0: so I I get... I'm used to getting my name screwed up all the yeah. time. All right. So, I've I've had only one person when I was like in. My sophomore year in high school, get my last name right the first time they saw it. Really? Yeah.
2: Huh. And they were your best friend from <laughs> there on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, actually, I don't like them at all. No.
1: Oh, uh, that's funny. funny.
0: Yeah, um, it's it's of Irish descent. I think it comes from. The surname Gilday, it was originally spelled with a G and then kind of changed to a K at some point That's what
2: they do. I just realized we should do this every time. What's the origin of your name? We should
1: break this down every single time. amazing. Sorry for all future guests. This is a new thing. Yeah, (laughs) come prepared. Or sorry to you because we just threw this out of there. I like it. No,
2: but that's what they do. They cross over and suddenly your name gets changed a little bit. Vowels get dropped. Mm -hmm. Stuff like that. Yeah, I
1: don't,
0: I've never came across or met anybody with the last name other than my family members, oh. too, so it's it's rare.
1: I remember yeah. when I was uh, a younger lad, and um, I realized that people had Horstmeyer as a last name. It was, was because that of Facebook. Irish pun you just threw in there? Are you Irish? Well, no, I'm not at all. Okay. <laughs> German and Luxembourg. That's about <laughs> <what> it. <laughs> no. uh, but, yeah, I was, like, blown away because Horstmeyer is such a... U- well, in my mind, it was a unique name, but... Um, yeah, other people also have worsmeyer. Mm. That's my story. Cool. <laughs> Good.
2: Why don't we? Uh, speaking of stories, oh, we should tell more? our parties. Why don't we uh, shift to <laughs> Taylor's Johnsonville story?
0: Um. Yeah, it's pretty short, so I guess I'll try to make it interesting. With oh yes, <laughs> please put as <laughs> embellish many embellish as much yeah, as you want. <laughs> where I guess where I started before Johnsonville. Um, um, back in high school, I didn't really know what I wanted to to do going into college or going into the workforce Um, you and a bunch of other people I know right everybody probably (laughs) yeah um but I I guess what I really wanted to do or what my interests were at that point was um I was in a lot of like metals and fabrication classes and architecture classes and I really wanted to do something with welding Hmm. and I my original idea was to go to LTC for like fabrication or, or welding or whatever, and that program was completely filled up, and I had n- no idea what I wanted to do, and um, computers was a kind of like a side hobby for me. Um, I'd, I had built a computer by myself in the past. I ordered parts off of like a website, and I, I built a computer, but I, that's all my knowledge I had about computers. At that's that. it. Oh no, that's no, that's all, all the knowledge yeah, I have. It's not computer. that. Hard. <laughs> Let's just build a computer
1: from scratch. Yeah. No, I don't have much.
2: I almost couldn't get this thing on today. <laughs> <Yeah.
1: so. laughs> it's
2: on. it's like
0: putting together like a ten piece puzzle. It's not that hard. Like, okay. if, like if you just YouTube it, you could do it because you can learn anything. On you're YouTube, really right? Right. you're helping true. you're helping us out here right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he has a lot really of really you guys. In us. You're smart enough to do it too. Yeah, I believe in everybody. Great. But, yeah, uh, I, I played video games. I had a little bit of a background in computers. I'm like, well, I guess I could do something in the computer world. So I applied at LTC to go to um, – uh, for computer science, basically. And cool. I And I spent some time there doing classes. And um, I ended up getting a part-time job, like a seasonal help job at Best Buy, Geek Squad, for mm-hmm. just hel- helping them, like, set up their laptops with, like – um removing all the junk that comes off of it from factory and putting on the antivirus or whatever that they want you to buy or that's cool or whatever. So I did that for like a Black Friday holiday type time of the year and they liked my work ethic so they brought me on part time. Hmm. And I kind of just worked my way up the the chain and geek squad where I was like a full time lead agent there. I was and waiting
1: then, for you to say full time mm-hmm. geek.
0: <laughs> so sorry they <laughs> don't they don't use that term when you work there they, it's <laughs> called oh, really? a squad but we don't call each other geeks oh. so i would assume you don't I, I say we like i still work there but <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> it's sometimes yeah. that's hard to drop right yeah. yeah yeah
0: but um i ended up uh getting a position there where i worked from home for a couple of years i was nice. i was a geek squad agent like an online agent and um uh, i had clients that i worked with every day remotely um through like a chat or f- over the phone or remoting into their computer and um, I like working with people. So being at home by myself all day was not something I enjoyed doing at all. Yeah. Um, I stuck with it for a couple of years because it was easy to get up in the morning and just go to that job. I woke up five minutes before I had to work <laughs> yeah, and, right. yep. in your pajamas. Yeah. In my pajamas. Nobody and, knows. <laughs> yeah. And just, and just work that job. But uh, eventually I just got sick of it. And my, my dad actually told me about this position, the uh, service desk position that was open at Johnsonville. Nice. And I applied for that and I I got the job and um, immediately loved it because I got working with people again. I got talking to people. I got to go away from my home. Yeah. You yeah. Know? yeah. like when, when you work at home, um, when you're done working, you want to go somewhere else. Right. You don't sure. want to be at home anymore because you've sure. been there for yes, you've yeah. been there for eight hours. You don't <laughs> make <laughs> sense. When you're done at work, you wanna, you wanna go, go home. Yeah, home. No, yeah. 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 So now having the separation of being able to go somewhere for work and coming home to relax is so much better for my personality and the yeah. way that i uh, like think about things and relax it's awesome so that is cool some people yeah some like, people love they that love they love working work at home. home they they're hermits and they like doing that i like going out and having conversations with people and experiencing things so well you're
1: also what, how old are you 26 yeah, yeah. so you you're probably gonna want to get out in the world and yeah. meet people yeah. right? <laughs> yeah.
0: so uh got the service desk position and then this past june i accepted a desk side role so um now I go around to the plants and fix computer problems and so technology. The serv- so the version of geeks. So what's the difference? Yeah.
2: Service desk means I'm going to call you and you're going to remote in and help me.
0: Yeah. So the service desk is kind of like the front line. I would say like dispatching kind okay. of role. So you you get a phone call or an email from a from a customer or a member um and your job is to basically enter a ticket for their problem and either if you can solve it quickly you can do that or escalate it to the next person find out who can fix it the fastest and most hmm. efficient so okay
1: um
0: in my new role i'm kind of taking the role of um those tickets that the service desk makes i'm fulfilling them and fixing those things that's cool nice. yeah
1: awesome. so then how long have you been here um
0: I started in October of 2016.
1: Wow. So all right.
0: Been here a year and yeah, 4 okay. or five, six, seven months whatever that is. That's cool. Math. And you're loving <laughs> it so <laughs> far. I feel yeah. like you should be good at math. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm terrible at that. <laughs> 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 I don't know. He was doing Computers that in his brain. He you're all right, Yeah. You
1: know. that's so, that's that's, that's my your journey Johnson here. Story. Yeah. Nice. It's a good one. <laughs> you're already moving uh, moving around, moving and shaking. Yeah.
0: So. And I I get I get bored really quick not not that i'm bored with my position no, no, at all I but i like it. learning new stuff and mm-hmm. in the it world you always have to learn new stuff oh, like every day it's changing, changing so yeah. it's perfect for my type of personality like i i like learning new things all the time so good. it's like a good thing to keep
1: growing in this type of role sure yeah sure. yeah well congratulations on yeah. that yeah, that's, yeah. Awesome. that's awesome yeah cool Okay, so Taylor, we, we've we gone over your Johnsonville story, yes. and now we're getting to the meat and potatoes, the off-the-clock story. And we have been told that um, you have quite a few hobbies, and we're supposed to, you know, get some popcorn and uh, <laughs> sit down with a blanket and yeah. just snuggle up. But we are going to narrow it down to just a couple, right. okay? And one of them being, you surf. I do. Okay, so... Yeah. and. And this is not just going out to the west. I mean, have you gone out to the west coast? Um,
0: I no, I'm I haven't units, surfed already. in the ocean yet. Um, okay. I've had the opportunity to, and I and I just haven't gotten there. So it's on the it's on the bucket list, I guess.
1: So then, this is the thing: you hard water surf,
0: fresh, fresh water. Fresh water, yeah. Hard water. I don't know. I mean, it's I freshwater. Fresh it's because yeah.
1: there's no salt in it, so that's why I yeah. called it hard water. But <laughs> anyways, so it's... <laughs> <laughs> Not tap water, yeah. though. <laughs> no, so you surf on Lake Michigan, yeah. And I've also heard, and this is via like billboards and other things from Sheboygan, that Sheboygan is actually like the freshwater Number surfing one. capital of the, the world. of the Midwest.
2: Yep. What? Yeah. Isn't that crazy?
1: Please take the reins. Tell us what's going on. How, yeah, how, how did, did you get, get started? Into this? Well, what well, does it entail? All that good yeah, stuff.
0: Yeah, so I, I come from like an extreme sports background. I I grew up skateboarding. I still do in my in my free time in the summer and stuff, but um, I was trying to find something that's a little bit safer than than skateboarding, because I have Wha- a lot of... Wait okay, a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> <Here is. laughs> have so you seen the shoreline? <laughs> surfing is safer? Well, it, in the fact that I'm not falling on concrete, I'm falling into water. Okay, I can see that. Yeah. That's fair. I guess. And, I mean, uh, and you're attached to a giant floating device, so I mean, you're... That's a good point. Uh, 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 there's drowning is scenarios, but my surfboard's a uh, ten feet. Ten feet. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's long... based
2: on your height, right? And you're pretty tall.
0: And what type of surfing you're okay. doing, or what conditions there is. There's yeah, like there's there's there's, there's a ton like... of variables that go into what surfboard you're going to use. Like a, on today, I could use a ten foot board. Tomorrow, the conditions might be you're using a eight oh, foot board. Or, I see. or depending okay. on how you want to surf that day, too. So it's yeah, you have to you have to have a quiver of surfboards. Sure, right. A quiver, a yeah. quiver of surfboards. Yeah.
2: I think the tricky part about surfing in Lake Michigan, though, mm-hmm. is that it's just sort of unpredictable. It can be, like, calm as glass, or yeah. we can have, like, people all over the shore taking pictures of the waves because, you know, El Nino's yeah. <laughs> happening somewhere. Right.
0: So, yeah, it, you, once you get into the freshwater surfing world, you kind of become an amateur meteorologist. Meteorologist, sure. Because you're constantly watching the weather and and visiting the lake to see what the conditions are like firsthand. Um, so kind of the way that Lake Michigan gets its waves, or at least in Sheboygan is um, it's like a phenomenon, I guess, that's called f- fetch. So it's like the distance that wind travels over water or carries water. So um, when we have wind systems for the no- from the north or the south, that's when our surfing's the best because it's got more distance to, to travel, and that's when the waves build up bigger so do
1: we ever get wind coming from the east i mean i'm sure it's yeah. a rare occasion oh, yeah. but no. is yeah. that decent? it happens
0: just as much as oh okay every other type of wind yeah sure yeah but those days it's usually either too rocky or flat to do anything with oh. the east
1: okay that's yeah. interesting mm-hmm. i would think of it as the other way around where it's you know it's, it's come all the water's coming at you because the wind's pushing that yeah but
0: uh, yeah and and um I guess it, you don't get a lot of surf when it's an east wind because there's not a whole lot of distance those waves travel from coast from Michigan's coast to our coast. It looks big, suppose, but, yeah. mm-hmm. but when you get a, a wind system from the south, you've got to come all the way up to the north, and the, huh. the waves have been carrying for so much longer that they get bigger and stronger.
2: Well, yeah, if you picture the shape of Lake Michigan, yeah. right, that makes and, sense. And just
0: the, like, sh- the shape of Sheboygan in general and how it pokes out in the lake all comes into play of what kind of waves we get. Nice. Mm-hmm.
2: So how far do you have to go out from shore to actually turn so, around and catch a wave? Is that like,
1: is yeah. that lingo? A wave <laughs> and you're There's a couple of different like
0: spots we'd call them um, in Treboygan. Um The most common one is we call Elbow. It's off the, so if you go out to the, to the lighthouse, mm-hmm. um, the edge of like, so you know that rocky area on the, uh, like on the, if you're walking out to the path of the lighthouse.
2: So like by Blue Harbor is where you're talking about the lighthouse um, That's
0: the south. That's like the south. I think I know
1: what you're talking about. Yeah, so you've red, got the North Beach, right? Yep, yep, and then it's, is it off to your left if you're looking out at the lake, that rocky area?
0: Off to the right. So like if, oh. you're, if you're actually walking out to the lighthouse like that. Oh, sure. Lighthouse, yep. yeah. So there's a part where the where the jetty or whatever, the, the walkway kind of elbows out. It looks like, if you were to look at it from a map top, sure. down, it kind yep. of looks like it's elbowing out. And right okay. there is where you kind of you jump off into the water and you start surfing hmm. there. So
2: is this by the marina more?
0: Yeah, by the marina. Okay. Yeah, like on the other s- side of the marina.
2: So where we see all the people doing the wind surfing, is that a good That's
0: that's they mostly do it on like the south side of Where beach. that dog run is. Yeah. Okay.
2: Yep. So you're you're not over there, you're you're it, north it, of there. I
0: haven't surfed over there yet, no, but there are days where the wind is good for that spot. Okay. Yeah. Hmm.
1: So, what kind of crew rolls with you for sure, or do you you don't do this by yourself? Is this a solitary? I, thing? I have
0: done it by myself. Yeah, I mean, it's, some days people are working and you can't get your buddies to come out and yeah. serve these, least so you got to go out and do it yourself.
1: And then, is this um, all year round, or is this mainly um, only in the summertime?
0: No, summertime is probably actually the worst time oh. to go because the pressure is too high. Um, we just don't get the right wind systems in the summer. so the best time is like usually when the weather's the crappiest. So the spring and the fall are probably the best times to go. There are days in the summer that get good, but they're few and far between. Spring and fall you can go a couple times a week. Wow. So, it's a wetsuit kind of thing. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Do you have something over your head? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I do have a hood on. Okay, wow. Okay, so what year did you actually get started on? on uh,
0: 2017.
1: I'd oh, so this is brand spanking new for you. Yeah,
0: surfing's a new. Hobby
1: it's, for me. You're sounding as though you're You've an expert. you have been doing it
2: for a long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When, when
1: I get into something, I, I, dive I in. do it, yeah.
2: No pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah. So I there's that, if you go to the north part of like, you know, the beach, the main beach in Sheboygan, there's that little place where you can park. Yep. And people kind of, I saw someone's surfboard just break right in half <gasps> there. Have you yeah. ever had that happen? No,
0: I, I haven't. Well, that's a, a terrible surfboard. place, though. It's
2: really rocky right there. Yeah,
0: yeah, it is a popular place for certain wind systems, too, for people to go, but, yeah, there there is rocks in the water there, and it it's dangerous, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't go to that spot without so never somebody with
2: me. So you've never broken a board or anything like that? I haven't that?
0: broken a board, but I've broken my head with my board. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you saved your board with your head is yeah. what you're saying. Oh, <laughs>
0: yeah. no. Oh. Yeah, had to get a couple staples for that one. Wow, really? Yeah. Staples? Yeah. Wow. It's not as scary as you think, either. <laughs>
1: he's got staples in his head. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, boy. So, okay. Then, what was I just going to ask? It was really important, too.
2: While he's thinking of that. Yeah. Do you ever... I know sometimes people who surf in the ocean, if they're not getting the waves they want out on shore, they will boat out to the middle of, you know, the ocean and yeah. surf there. Have you done that on the lake? No. I don't... No. That's Is not... Is it not worth it, really, on that kind of body of water? Or?
0: No, I don't think it's really possible, unless okay. there was, like, a rock shelf somewhere, which... There actually is right outside of Sheboygan near the, there's like a buoy that you can see from the North Beach. Mm -hmm. There's like a real big rock shelf there and they can get like huge waves in that spot, but it'd be really dangerous dangerous. to surf there. I don't don't know that anyone surfed there,
1: but.
2: Okay. Did you you think? Yeah. Well, how
1: many people do you come across um, from outside of the state?
0: There's people that travel all
1: All over the the world world to come to
0: Sheboygan. Like it's, it is the freshwater capital, like surfing. Like you can't get any better than. Sheboygan surfing in freshwater.
1: How, do we have competitions in Sheboygan? I mean, yeah,
0: yeah uh, we it's do. It's in the
2: summer, though, right? And that's why it's so I hit think it's or miss. it's,
0: like, it, in the beginning or end of fall. Oh, and is it, it? There was a summer. There was, like, a summer class, like, I think. I don't know if they still do it or not, but, um, yeah, they did have a, a competition, or they still do. Hmm. Um,
1: <sighs> <laughs> this is just amazing, because growing up in, I, I grew up down in Random Lake, yeah. and um, the you know, we we came. To, there were families that went to like Plymouth or um, West Bend. Mm-hmm. We always went to Sheboygan. But this is something that we I didn't hear about until recently. So is this kind of a new thing? No,
0: it, it. You know, a lot of people when I tell them that I surf, they think I come from a, a coast. But um, it's been a thing for a long time, like probably the seventies. Yeah, um, decades for sure. Yeah, and uh, there's an old there's an old Crazy. movie that. I recommend people to watch called step into liquid and Sheboygan has like a little part in it. It's, I, I think the movie was made like late seventies, maybe eighties sometime around then, but it has a really good piece on Sheboygan. You can get like a taste of how long surfing has been around in Sheboygan by watching that video.
1: So how much uh, do you guys say like gnarly and <laughs> there's actually, you
0: gotta come up with
2: Wisconsin lingo. Yeah. Though.
0: there There is a lot of fun lingo and that's part of the, that's part of the fun in surfing. There's uh-huh. like, um, as I was learning and, and still learning, there's like so much fun lingo that you can use and um, not so much gnarly and rad and stuff. I think everyone kind of <laughs> uses those things now. Like, <laughs> nah. yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's in right now. Yeah. There's, there's tons of fun lingo and people. We, we
2: need an example for sure.
0: <laughs> Come on. Let's do
1: this.
2: Because um, we want to be cool and use it
1: in conversation. Tilt.
0: Yeah. Um, like, gosh, now you're. I'm trying to think of, to weed <laughs> through all of the ones that aren't really stupid. Like, uh,
1: um, No, I think you're
0: fine. You don't have to weed through any of Most it. of it's just explaining like what the wave's doing or something. Okay. Oh, sure. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, one that my non-surfing friends think is really funny is like oh, the, when I say, oh, there's just like, there's just some peelers out there today. Like peelers, okay. the word peelers is just trying to kind of explain like in like a small, like ankle biting wave. It doesn't get much bigger than like oh. above your ankles or, or your knees. Um, they're just they're just little peelers and
1: I don't know why but that always <laughs> makes people laugh like,
2: uh, that's that's cool yeah. though
1: that is and, and that gets me into my next question now how how big do the waves actually get and how big are like superb waves for to be ripping up
0: yeah for the lake <laughs> Um,
1: Hang loose for the lake. I
0: guess like a big wave on the lake would be considered like head high. So that's oh wow.
1: So like a six foot maybe.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So something something that is if you're if you were standing on your surfboard and the wave had passed you already and it's it's bigger than your head or you can't see the person that's riding the wave when you're behind it that's over overhead high. So
1: how often do those come around?
0: Not too often. Okay. I've had maybe one day. On Lake Michigan, that's been that high.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, uh, I've surfed on Lake Superior, and they get they get really big there on Lake Superior because that's a huge lake, and they mm-hmm. get really strong wind systems from the north in Lake Superior. They get they can get above head high, but the waves are so inconsistent that um, you just don't get really quality surfing in. But you okay, they do get huge there, and people get you. you if you look up YouTube videos of people surfing on Lake
1: Superior, the, they look like ocean waves. They're wow. huge. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. How long did it take you because you said you started off on a skateboard? How, yeah. how long does it take you to get acclimated to a waterboard? You know
0: it's it's a whole different animal for sure. but skateboarding and snowboarding that I've done in the past has definitely helped me understand how to manipulate the board better. Yeah, um, so having experience in other board sports really,
1: so, House. was it maybe just like a couple of weeks, and you were already kind of, yeah, it was it was it actually
0: a lot more challenging than I thought it was going to be. Well, is like so unpredictable. yeah, though. it's Gosh. it's, yeah, and that's a big part of why it's so fun to do because you it's can't do anything other than think about surfing when you're surfing because uh-huh. it's it's Poseidon and you don't
1: know what it's going to do next, like yeah, even <laughs> on the lake. <laughs> nice. I like that. Was that another lingo thing? I know who Poseidon is, yeah. but is that a thing that you guys say? Like no, no, I oh, okay. Know. I don't know. It's <laughs> that's <a> Taylor. <laughs> by Taylor. That's that. That's another t-shirt idea right there. Right? It's, Poseidon. it's Poseidon. We don't Poseidon. know what it's gonna do. <laughs> oh. <I like> <laughs> <laughs> and then on the back it says Taylor. I want <laughs> this. Okay. We'll we'll talk off mic. Okay, we'll yeah. talk off Mike. Um
0: But um yeah, you definitely need the like the right gear to do it too. Like you're not gonna most days you're not gonna go on board shirts and go surfing on like Michigan. You in the summer there are a few days where you can do that, and those days are awesome because I believe it. It sometimes sucks going in the cold. Isn't like,
2: the lake really at its coldest in the summer though?
0: Like at the end of spring, yeah, I'd say it's it's pretty cold. Like I said, it's coldest, but it starts warming up pretty quick, and that all again depends on the wind too of how cold it is or not. Okay, wow. yeah, there's a lot of like factors that. Yeah, there's a ton of stuff. So has wow.
1: has there ever been waves or or uh, situations where authorities are like nope no surfing today no they
0: don't really bother the surfers they just um, they think that they know what they're doing like there's there's signs and stuff out on the piers when it gets really bad for people not to go out on them and walk on them but that's the days that you see 20 30 surfers on the lake
2: right yeah those are the best waves
0: (laughs) so when
1: is red have you seen
2: joe i'm curious have you seen surfers on the lake
1: i have not really i'm gonna have to go out there obviously and check this out definitely Next crappy day that you don't have
0: anything to do. (laughs) I mean, there'll be days when there's just
2: cars lined up and people are in wetsuits and there's boards everywhere. And I've never seen it. Wow, that's it looks like you stepped
0: into like California for like five minutes. You're like, what the heck is going on? (laughs) That's amazing. Yeah,
1: yeah. My brother Nick, he lives right down from by the YMCA there, Mm -hmm. so I'm gonna have to. I'm sure he sees them. Yeah. Oh, cars going up and down that road with surfboards all the time. That's awesome. (laughs) Um. Ah, uh, another one that's just oh, when is Red Bull gonna come and sponsor <laughs> some awesome competition?
0: Yeah. <laughs> I think once we get more of like a
2: maybe Johnsonville should yeah. Oh sorry. No, it's fine. You <laughs> took it. It's great. Let's roll with
0: it. Yeah, I don't know. We, we it's it's really inconsistent and it's it's hard to get like spectators out for that kind of thing because the weather's not the best. It's either. shitty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's not unpredictable. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's that's
2: why most people probably don't think of a place like Sheboygan as being a surfing no. location.
0: And, then, and, like, people especially that don't live near Great Lakes, they're like, you can't surf on a lake. Like that's They're picturing way too small. a lake. Yeah. yeah. And they, and they like think they can see lake. the end of it, right? Like, yeah. when you go out on the beach, you can't see the end of Lake Michigan. No well, right. Which It's an in inland sea right. is what yeah. it is. Yeah. 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 So they don't... No one believes you when you talk about it. That's amazing.
2: Lakes are awesome. I love living by the lake.
1: As you should. Yeah. As you should. Yeah. So... Okay, i I we could talk about this for hours. I know I'm, sure, I'm really
2: curious to move on to his next. <laughs> I know because
1: he says I come from a background of extreme sports, and this next one seems even more extreme.
2: <laughs> and I don't really know anything
0: about it. So yeah, you're gonna have nobody to does. It okay, okay
1: so what I've is heard it? Heard of it? Yeah, and WTF, bro? Yeah. <laughs> so
0: what they're talking about is rally racing.
1: Rally racing. Yeah.
0: So it's it's like an I guess the way I explain it to people is like an off road adventure um in what in oh
2: there's usually like a hole it's not like a track
0: no you don't know it's it's
2: like through the woods and okay
0: yep
1: are you in a car you are you are are in
0: a car yeah so it's it's got to be like a street legal caged like tech inspected car so it has to be um there's there's a lot of things that the car has to be able to pass like as far as like safety regulations and stuff but it has to be street legal as well because you you do drive the car on the road during the rally as well
1: oh, is this coming to road america this year no it's, oh, okay no, well, it, it's there's so, some different kind of race that's coming to road america i don't know
2: but you do this locally
1: you do, no, it's, Google.
0: it's oh, okay. not locally at all actually um it, it's a sport that's really actually famous in europe it's probably okay. their nascar yeah um here it's it's not so big it's not a very spectator friendly sport again right. because no <laughs> yeah. one wants to go in the woods and stand there for six hours Wait waiting for a car, for a to, come car to come by <laughs> yeah so um one car <laughs> the, the best spectator experience is being in the car sure um which
2: do you have to wear like a helmet and stuff yeah
0: you have to wear a fire suit you have to wear oh. a hans device which is basically like a device that keeps you from getting whiplash it's okay like, it attaches to your helmet and um if you ever like hit a tree or have to break hard it make sure you don't snap your neck in half basically so where do you do it if you don't do it so we've only so uh so let me explain like exactly like how a rally works and then i can tell you where we do them um so um it's it's kind of like a two-person thing so you have a driver and you have a co-driver so all the driver really focuses on is is driving the, getting over that yeah.
2: next obstacle or yeah. whatever Yeah, so you're,
0: is you're driving that's it and what i do is i do i co-drive so i'm giving the next direction on the stage is what they're called or, or leg of the race i'm giving that direction and um the driver's just listening to all that and i'm i'm responsible for you're the, keeping navigator, the, yeah, the navigator yeah so okay. I'm, I'm responsible of like keeping our times because it's a timed it's a timed race so you're trying to beat everyone else's time On these stages, Um, and you're racing on anything from pavement to dirt to snow to ice to like there's there's no weather system that they're going to cancel a race on unless there was literally like a hurricane or something. Okay, yeah. But um, so yeah, it's a two person thing. Um, You do them in the middle of woods and in usually a town that nobody knows. um, Okay, with a lot of land. so So up north. (laughs) Yeah, up up north or down south or they don't have any. They don't have any big ones in wisconsin so the closest one that um and the only one that we've done so far is in powers upper michigan
2: okay
0: um last june that was so um we have a really big race that we've signed up for in missouri that's coming up in march so that'll be like our our, a big deal yeah our big deal yeah
2: so is it like a staggered start time thing? Are there other people out there at the same time as you? Yeah,
0: it's a staggered st- staggered start time. So okay. I, I want to say they release cars like on the minute. Oh, so, so like, you're
2: like hot on each other's tails. Yeah, though, so if you
0: catch up to somebody, you, there's there's rules and regulations that are applied to like how to pass somebody. Or if they're like in need of help, you have to stop and help them. Really? Wow. Yeah, so you're not like, as much as it is it a race, you're out there for your fellow rally drivers too so that's if you interesting if you see someone in trouble you need to stop and help them because you're you're their first responder you're nine miles out in the woods sure you're the first person that's going to see these people
2: okay that's yeah. interesting yeah yeah it's not an ass car no so <laughs> totally different mentality
1: i'm sorry if chris already asked this but when did you get started um hmm. well i got started because
0: my i just have a common or a general interest in cars i've always I think since the Fast and the Furious movies, yeah. <laughs> I've been into cars. Fair. Yeah, so um, my friend bought a uh, a two thousand Subaru two point five RS. It's called. It's like a. It's like a two door Subaru. Nothing okay. special mm-hmm. about it. There's, it's not fast. <laughs> it's Still not fast. Even when we race it, but you don't need to be fast and rally. But um, he built this thing. I helped him every once in a while, and I had free time building, helping him build it. He built this car, and um he didn't have a co-driver so we're, we're pretty close friends and he's like do you want to do this awesome thing with me and i was like hell yeah let's 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 do this
1: <laughs> this so, awesome thing with me uh is it awesome yeah yeah all right let's <laughs> yeah. do
2: it so are there like suvs crossovers or are they all mostly pretty, like smaller no,
0: cars yeah there's no limit on what car you can use okay. i think most of the people use like a manual car though you're not gonna usually go out there with an automatic sure car. that makes sense there's a, there's a couple people that do do it with automatic cars, but there's, there's trucks out there. There's four door cars. There's, I don't think I've seen a van, whatever
2: you feel comfortable
0: maneuvering, probably. Yeah. And whatever you feel comfortable building too, because I mean, it isn't like an investment and a time consuming thing to build a car. That's rally prepped. Sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: My gosh. You said too, you have, um, there's like YouTube videos of you doing this.
0: (laughs) So, uh, we we have a team. Um, my my team name is uh, Mediocre Rally. <laughs> Mediocre <laughs> Rally team. So, <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's a very grassroots community. There's no really reward for winning a rally race or doing a rally race other than getting through it in the car, surviving and you surviving. That's it's like a pride thing. Basically, you're just doing it for the fun of of doing it. That's uh-huh. really cool, actually. Yeah. How many
1: Sheboyganites are are in it? Yeah. Um.
0: Um. I think there's maybe like two or three other people that I know that do it or that have cars built for it. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. At least the, at least the, this type of rally that I'm talking about. Which well, is when it's not rally.
2: something that you can really do locally, I, I imagine, no. you know, you don't have as many. There people. are other
0: like short, like circuit type rally deals that you can do. Like, I don't know if you've ever heard of autocross. They do it at Miller park. Or whatever, but it's like, um, it's just like a cone setup that you do through like oh. a little circuit course. They okay. have a similar type thing for rally racing That's called Rally boring. Cross. And it, yeah, you're, <laughs> you know what the track is? It's, it is it is fun
1: still. Sure, but, sure. Yeah, it's not as. And how long are these courses usually like in the in the real deal? Um, uh, hundreds of miles.
2: <gasps> wow. Yeah. So how long does it take to do
0: yeah. one course? It's a whole day and sometimes multiple days wow. of doing these things. That so. sounds fun,
1: actually. So it's like the off road version of Le Mans.
0: Yeah, kind of, sort of. Yeah, I mean, okay. you're you're kind of doing them in like seven to nine to ten mile segments, okay. and then you have like a, um, like a, a, travel time, I guess you'd call. So you're you're in the woods. You're racing. You're done with that leg of the race, and to get to the next leg of the race, you might have to travel across forty miles of regular road to get to the next part of the woods. Really? Oh, yes. Yeah, so, all in the same car. All in the same car. Yeah. You don't get out of it for that, and then. So this is a street
1: legal car, too,
0: then? Yep. It's got to be street legal, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. That's what? crazy. And you have to abide by all of the, obviously, the road rules yeah. that apply to every other daily driver.
1: <laughs> Set the cruise 65. Here we go.
2: So when you're, like, in the woods, you're not really going all that fast. No,
0: you're going fast, yeah.
2: Like, mm-hmm. how fast?
0: I mean, there's points where we've been ninety, hundred miles an hour. <laughs> what? Yeah. And you'll see that if you watch, if you go on our YouTube channel. That sounds a little if scary. If you just Google "mediocre rally team," we've got a Facebook page, we've got Instagram, um, trying to come out with a website and hopefully merchandise at some point to like get us some money to do this because it's extremely expensive to sure. do this. But yeah, if Johnsonville wants to sponsor us, <laughs> that'd be just sweet. throwing that out there. Yeah, again. just throwing that out there. If you guys are listening, All marketing team, whoever does no, that.
1: Right? <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at a mediocre rally. You said, yeah,
0: mediocre rally team. I think if you just Google it, it it uh it should be like one of the first things that pops up.
2: Well, that sounds fun.
0: Yeah, if if you watch it, you kind of get a better idea of me explaining it. It's kind of confusing, but no,
2: I think I totally get it. I can picture it. Yeah. I think it sounds like fun. And,
0: and you watch it, and you and you'll hear me, like you'll see me with like a book of notes in front of me and reading off these things, and you're like, what is he saying? Like like what is that but it means something to the driver oh i'm sure yeah, yeah.
2: that's really cool
0: it's like learning a new language
2: what do you think is point. the harder role the driver or the navigator
0: then i mean they both have their like pros and cons i feel like there's a lot more responsibility on the co-driver maybe i'm being biased because that's my job i but think
2: that's true though even if you're just going on a road trip if you're the person in charge of navigating that's yeah. a lot of pressure
0: <laughs> but i've been told by my driver that it's extremely hard for him to drive if I'm not giving him notes because there are points in the race where you get lost, actually. Like, every, it's part of every team. Like, you get lost. You don't know where you are in your notes. You don't know where you are on the track because you've never seen this woods in your entire life, right? Like, And you're never
2: probably looking... Are the, the trails clearly marked or are you looking for, no, like landmarks? No, there's no markings. There's
0: no markings. There are some landmarks that you can go by, but okay. mostly you're looking at a computer that you have in front of you that's keeping track of, like, your mileage and, okay. and like, where you are. And, um, and you have to look at that and your notes to kind of figure out where you are in the race. Wow. But yeah, my driver said if if I'm not giving him a notes, it's like impossible for him to drive at full speed or impossible for him to focus on what's going on.
1: Wow. So this is, I think you touched on it at the beginning, but this is something that's really popular over in Europe, yeah, right? Yeah, it's their NASCAR in Europe. Like, it's huge. Because like, I'm, I'm looking at some of these YouTube, at least, pictures here and... I have definitely seen some of these, especially, like, yeah. some fail videos, you know, yeah. with, with rally cars. Definitely. That's, um,
0: that's usually what people see is people...
1: So... Running. Crashing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> have you ever... Now, I know that, again, going back to Red Bull, like, they sponsor some rally races. Mm-hmm. Have anything in America that they touch or...
0: No, not... I mean, there are there are sponsors out there that people have. Like, uh, there's a lot of teams that have big sponsors, but I don't think there's, like like Red Bull or monster or whatever that like fully sponsor a whole thing. There's like sanctioning bodies. Like, I don't know what, um, road America has for like a sanctioning body, like the SCCA or whatever. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yep. there's like, um, rally America is one of the sanctioning bodies. There's okay. a NASA rally and there's also, um, the American rally association. So there's like a few big ones and those guys sponsor
1: these rallies, I guess. Hmm. And then when he comes back on Monday, he, um, you know, comp- computer. Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. How many days do you need to, because you say a couple of these might take, you know, a couple of days to get through. I mean, but then you got to travel there in the first there's place. There's a lot of, there's a lot of prep
0: that goes into it. There's a lot of, um, other things that go into it other than just the days of racing. So, yeah, yeah. um, funny enough that we're talking about this i have a meeting with my driver tonight to talk (laughs) about our next race and the logistics of it because it's how are we you know you have to book hotels it's it's like traveling for work basically you have to book hotels where are you going to park the trailer how are we going to unload the car like there's tons of factors that go into racing
1: and you guys are funding this all yourself
0: yeah it's all it's all us mostly i mean the car stuff that's mostly my driver he, oh, sure. he mostly pays yeah. for all of that i am willing to help him with, with whatever he needs well of course yeah um it but as far as the races we split the costs of the entry fee and um and the safety gear and things like that and really to
1: win i mean you're not getting much
0: at all no you know? we yeah. our last race um which is have you enough, ever won that's a yeah. good question <laughs> yeah that's that's what i was about to say actually is our, our first race that we ever did um last june Um, We took first in our class and fourth overall out of like thirty cars. We we started off with with, a bang, right? We set the bar high for ourselves. Nice. Of all your hobbies, is this like your hobby? Like this is your favorite one? Um, it's it's definitely the most interesting one, and like in the moment, like it's it's really fun. It's really nerve wracking too. Like it it's I've never been so stressed out in my life for rally racing. Really? Yeah. Like it's the biggest stressor ever. But at the same time it's like A the huge coolest rush probably. Yeah. Oh like when you show people what you do, they're like so amazed. Like they're like, How the hell do you do that? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like they're just really interested in when they see it.
1: So do you have any like pictures or anything that um you know, we can yeah. Have uh, you standing next to the car, or yeah, <laughs> or yeah like on that. my on or my, even
2: a clip. Where we because we can put all that on the blog. Yeah, I've,
0: we've got all of that on our uh, Facebook, on our YouTube, and on our
1: Instagram. This is something like I want to do.
2: Uh, me too. I mean, I'm. It's, I, I don't think I'd be any good at it, but it sounds fun. Yeah. I, mean, I just
1: want to drive really fast through a, through a woods. If you want like a taste
0: of what it's like, I recommend just if you got. We'll strap you to the back yeah. of our <laughs> <laughs> car and uh, <laughs> good to go. Well, um, th- there's, like, in the winter, they do ice racing on small lakes around here. Okay. So that, and, and you do that with your rally car. And there's people that bring out their regular cars to do that. It's actually more popular in the winter than it is in the summer to really? do rally crosses. Yeah. So you can take out your Chevy Tahoe or whatever you got. And, yeah, yeah. And race on the ice with it. And that's kind of, like, a taste of what rally's kind of like. Oh, my God. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs>
1: Ah, so uh, wow. Yeah, that so sounds it terrifying.
2: It does. Being out on the ice, that freaks me out. I don't uh, know. I, don't know I, I mean, right now I wouldn't. But it's kind of warm. 50 degrees today. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. that. I feel like we could have like a part two or something because he, he's well, like this a is jack epic. of all trades here. I mean,
1: really, the, the two that you talked about are so unique. I got hobbies for days, too, I mean. <laughs> yeah, and that's we awesome. Should have,
2: yeah, we should have you again, because right. we're kind of running out of time, unfortunately. That's
1: fine. You yeah. know, we, we really got a lot of good info we in did. this. And, and again, very unique topics. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Not that no one else's is unique, but like... Right. I've, I've heard surfing rumors of surfing yep. mm-hmm. and then really <laughs> racing I didn't even know it really was a thing you know so and here's somebody sitting across from us can I get your autograph later yeah it might be worth something someday I, I know. know that's what yeah. I'm saying <laughs> right <so. laughs>
2: very nice
1: oh wow well thank you so much Taylor for coming on today and um Tell at the, the yeah okay sorry at the end of all the podcasts Krista, I
2: totally I yeah.
1: thought Je- Joe
2: was gonna forget so <laughs> did you almost call him I Jeff? almost called him Jeff <gasps> wow you're welcome Jeff <sighs>
1: Well, anyways, uh, <laughs> at the end of all the podcasts, we have the guest uh, sign us off. And that's what's sitting in front of you there. Right. Now, when it gets to the name part, don't just say name. Okay. <laughs> you oh we, I we prefer enough to be a Sherry Myers. Yeah. <laughs> 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 couldn't even rewrite this. <laughs> <laughs> we do have one that is completely um, anonymous, but okay. I think it's sitting on your desk. It's, it's
0: it's
2: in my office. Yes,
1: yes. Okay. So Taylor, please sign us off today.
0: All righty. This is uh, Taylor Kilday, and you're listening to another episode of Off the Clock, a podcast made the Johnsonville way.
1: I got a radio voice. You the do. golden. You, oh, man. All right. so my, and you've got a face for TV, too. So you're all right. Awesome. All right.